Well, I think the problem with Southern California uh, or the issues surrounding Southern California are population uh, and, and the growth of population and also the fact that most of the water or rain is in the northern part of California. So we, as a result of the uh, environment down here, we have 60% uh, of the population in the 10 counties of in Southern California, yet we import 60% of the water that fuels an economy that's equal to $880 billion a year. So to feed the population in Southern California, we import 60% of all the water into these 10 counties in Southern California. 50% of that comes from the Bay Delta region and 50% from the Colorado. So we're, we're feeding an economy, which is like I mentioned, $880 billion with importing 60% of the water that's necessary to maintain people and the economy in Southern California. The problem with uh, the water in Southern California is where we get the water from. Um, the, big, the largest reservoir of water in the state in the past was the Sierra's snowpack. This year, as an example, the snowpack is at 27% of an average snowpack of over the last X number of years. I'm not sure what that X is. But the fact is, our largest reservoir of water is down 75% from what it is normally. And that's going to mean that there's, we're going to have less water coming into the, the delta, the Bay Delta area up north, and we're going to have less water coming into the Colorado River through uh, Lake Mead. So not only is our snowpack down, the problem with climate change in a warming environment is that instead of this precipitation coming down as snow, it's going to be coming down as rain. Snow and the ice pack are perfect because they build up, then they melt slowly over the course of the summer and feed the, the, the thirsty California um, at the proper time. If it's rain, it's going to come off, it's going to run off. We don't have the storage capacity to store all that water and we're going to just lose it back into the ocean. Water resilience in Southern California is going to be an extremely complex issue over the next hundred years, maybe hundred plus years. We probably won't be around at that. But So the first thing, if you're a water manager, you must be thinking about desal. The problem with desalination is that it is by far the most costly of all of the ways of getting additional water. I think that we need to face reality and look at water reuse. Um, in Southern California, we discharge a billion gallons of treated wastewater every day into the Pacific. If we could re reuse that water at the rate that the Orange County Water District does, which is about 80%, we could save 800 million gallons of that water for reuse, direct potable reuse within Southern California. There are all sorts of political issues and policy issues about direct potable, many of which uh, are the same that we faced in, in 1979 uh, when, I had a, when I actually funded it, the first International Water Reuse Conference in, in Washington, D.C. The difference is we now have plants such as the Orange County Water District, which have been operational for um, eight years or so. And this question about unreliability of these processes is out the door. The, qual the quality of the water is impeccable. And uh, there's no reason why we shouldn't go to direct potable reuse.
So I think the point here is, is that the water energy nexus is, is here to stay. It's extremely expensive to, to treat water for direct potable reuse, but not nearly as expensive as it is for uh, treating salt water to drinking water. And it's probably on par with the cost from an energy point of view of pumping water from the northern Bay Delta region or from the Colorado, from Lake Havasu, all the way over here into Southern California. So I think, yes, there are energy considerations, but water is something that's one of the four essential elements of life. And, and therefore we can't do without it. For five, if you don't have water for five days, you die. So we have to, we have to look at that. And I think we have to come to a, an understanding that energy is gonna be necessary. But if we could reuse 800 million gallons a, a day of this water, um, it would save an unbelievable amount of energy. The question always arises that the largest user of water in California is agriculture. And having just studied uh, the USDA, that's the U.S. Department of Agricultural Statistics, it turns out that about four to five percent of our total GDP in the state comes from our agricultural program. However, it also has become apparent that in the United States, people outside of California, everybody in the United States consumes about 300 gallons of California water a week in the food that we export and the food that they eat. So this becomes a very complex issue. I'm sure there, there's no doubt in my mind that some of the agricultural use of water is, is inefficient. What we need is a really thorough systems analysis of how we can minimize our water use for agricultural production without sacrificing um, the fact that we're number one in, in fruits and vegetables uh, in the United States. Uh, in fact, we have the largest agricultural econom economy of any state in the Union. And I don't think we can, I don't think we can just say, well, we're just going to take this out of, out of, out of service, even though it's only 5% at most of our total GDP, which by the way is about um, $2.4 trillion a year in, in California. Um, it becomes an economic question that is really a United States economic question, not just a California economic question. Because um, if people were to do without those foods that are raised here in California, um, it, would, it would severely um, harm uh, the livelihoods of people outside of California as well as those inside of California. The economy around alfalfa and hay is almost a billion dollars a year. It's actually much, much bigger than I thought. This is just in the state of California. So you're right, we don't eat much alfalfa, at least I don't, even though I'm a vegetarian uh, and I don't eat any hay. Um, it's something that, that is integral to some of our, um, the farming community, but there's no reason why if we do, why couldn't we look at maybe changing from alfalfa and hay to some other vegetable that we would consume as humans? Um, I think that's one of the one of the options.